Dynasty Bro Avo. And I'm here with Dynasty Bro Dot and Dynasty Bro Fit. What's good? <laughs> we the bros. We the bros. <laughs> Dynasty Bros. Let's go. Who he is, we the pros. Number one Shit's fantasy still show. We don't talk too fast. Yeah. We just finding out shit. that y'all listen slow. Green light, we, we don't, don't go. go. When the shit is all we know. If you ain't trying to be a champion, then, then what you playing for? Who he is, we, we the pros. Number one fantasy show. We don't talk too fast. We just finding out that y'all listen slow. Green light, we, we don't go. go. When the shit is all we know. If you ain't trying to be a champion, then what you playing for? <laughs> What's good? What's good? It's your boy DJ Avo, and this is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast, episode one forty-five. Let's go! My guy, consistent. Look, look what number we at, and he still ain't gonna never get it right. What's good, Brodies and Bays? This is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast, episode one thirty-nine. This is where you come for your fantasy football needs and chop it up about the latest NFL news. I am Dynasty Bro Die here with my co-bro. It was subtle. It was subtle. My beard got in the way. Bro. All good, bro. They, hey, they would never know, but uh, my beard got in the way. Dice Bro Vic, man, here with our DJ. DJ Avo, what's good? Oh, man, I fucked that up, too. I'm Dice Bro Dot here with my Cobra. I ain't even do that, did I? It's all good, man. Dang, man. Let's start it over. Let's start it over. Avo. What's good? What's good? It's your boy DJ Avo, and this is Dynasty Bro Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 150. Let's go. Hey, look what number we at. My guy still ain't going to get it right. What's good, Brodies and Bays? This is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 139. This is where you come for your fantasy football needs and chop it up about the latest NFL news. I am Dynasty Bro Dot here with my co bro. Dynasty Bro Vic here with our DJ. DJ Avo, what's good? One take. We don't edit nothing. So. Never. <laughs> Y'all got two intros. I was thrown off from the, the listening to the freestyles and all that stuff, man. <laughs> Shout out to my guy Snail, man. What up, Snail? About to hit the club, I'm be ripping. That bar was a little, <laughs> was a little feisty. <laughs> Spicy Snail, a little sassy. SS. Nah, man. Welcome. Um, man, it's good watching real football. I know we're doing a lot of DFS stuff and doing a lot of best balls, but I talked to. Vic about it, man. It feels good to like sit back and actually get to watch football without having to root for a ton of different players all across the board, man. So the past couple of weeks have been exciting. There's a little bit, you know, some blowouts, not that big a scoring this week, but last week was awesome. And just excited to see the playoffs. So um, how do you feel about these past couple of weeks, bro? It's exciting, man. Like you said, just to sit back and enjoy like good on good football at this point. Like it's getting down to you know the top teams battling out um as far as upsets man i don't even want to can we even call it an upset like the Bengals over the bills i know a lot of people had the bills as going to the super bowl but hey i i saw this on twitter and they nailed it joe burrow got that tom brady killer instinct you know what i mean he's just laser focused and he's dangerous out there man you don't want to mess with joey b joe shiesty man and i think Pat Mahomes gets a pass because he has like the best tight end like ever just offensively and he has Andy Reid which is arguably one of the best offensive play callers but like it's starting to see that bro you these quarterbacks need two stud receivers bro and it's kind of making sense man like message yeah bro Higgins Chase still in the playoffs feel me uh AJ Devonta still in the playoffs yeah. and then you got the Debo and Ayuk is ascending up to a better player and then and McCaffrey Kittle. out the backfield Kittle a tight end yeah you need two dynamic weapons on the outside you man pick three. yeah we're starting to see that we're starting to see that so um yeah man I'm excited to see the playoffs and, and see how everything pans out who you got in the championship it's tough man but right now I'm gonna go Eagles and Bengals I'm only saying that because, again, 
Bengals are hot right now. And I, I feel like they're the best all-around team that's left, offense and defense. You could argue for San Fran, but we kind of saw Purdy take a step back as a rookie QB in the playoffs, right? Further you advance, going to be tougher, but uh, it's, 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 it's tough, man. But I'm going to go Eagles and Bengals. I would like to see the Bengals pull it off, man. I don't know. I think I would like to see Jalen pull it off, man. Like, think about it. This is a this is a guy you was really hipping me to last year, and I think I was the one talking you off when I was talking about how much of a next step he needs to take with, you know, his passing ability, and he took the step. And, uh, you know, it's good to see him lead his team, and he has that it factor too, man. This team rallies around him, so it sucks that, you know, Pat got banged up. I really, I do, I want to see the Bengals, you know, move past them because I don't want to see a hobble Mahomes twice, you feel me? Yeah, I feel you on that. And, uh, you know, you know what we do in the black community. You got to root for the black quarterback. You know, that's what we do. I, so, I think, well, my pick, <clears throat> me, Ava, just want to let y'all know I'm probably right about this. It's going to be the Eagles. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> and it's going to be Patrick Mahomes. Did I get that right? Did yeah. Did nah, you did. Right? You rooting for Pat. I got Pat winning because I want to see him dominate. So and you I want you want, want to see an injured you want to see an injured Pat win two weeks in a row. I think that'd be amazing. Well, it's not two weeks because I keep hearing you know I heard heard some funny comments on ESPN and I was like man these comments don't even make sense. I need Pat to go out here and prove that he is the best. I heard that somehow Patrick Mahomes is the best player, but somehow Joe Burrow is the better quarterback because they don't even make sense. They play the same position. Yeah, I'm, so I'm that can't work. So I need Patrick Mahomes to go show no doubt, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm 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 gonna walk mine back. My head says the Bengals, with my heart going with the black community. I wasn't gonna call you out. I let it go because it went in like a 37 <laughs> second span. He said, "I got the Eagles and I got the Bengals, and I got the Bengals." You know, going to, winning it all. And then you said, "You know us, bro. We gotta black go with community. the black community." You know, I hold it down with my that, folks. I'm like, damn, bro. What is I wasn't gonna say no. You should. It it's, 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 it's an unwritten rule, though. I'm just letting everybody know. Facts. I'm just, you know. As far as the culture, the door's cracked open. That's that's some conversations that go down in the culture room. Big facts. And I think um, I think what they were trying to say, I heard that comment too, and it threw me off at first, and I had to analyze it in my head. And I'm like, I think they're trying to say, like, just X's and O's and, like, without jeopardizing anything, who you going to take. I think a lot of people are going Joe Boyle right now because he's – Every once in a while, Mahomes does something that, you know, he he has that risky type of thing. And you know, every once in a while, it's not needed. That's why Josh Allen, bro, as good as he is, that risk-taking shit always sets him back, bro, every year. He ends up fumbling it away or throwing interceptions because he's not taking it as it comes to him. And Mahomes does it a lot. And, um, you know, he's a little bit more successful doing it. We see the plays that are spectacular because he takes those chances. But Joe Burrows is out there just – picking apart defenses, doing the X's and O's, and, like, not doing anything to jeopardize anything right now. And the run game turned up, too, with a Joe Mixon, and you get a uh, Hayden Hurst involved at the tight end spot. and So that works, but flipping back over to the Bills, you can high-low a digs, right? So two DBs can take him away. Josh is forced to, you know, put the offense on his shoulders. Last thing on the, on the black quarterback topic, just to close out there. He back. Last thing on that, but – we already know, like, usually prospects coming in and just the narrative black QBs get, right? That's that's really why, yep. you know, from a culture standpoint, why African-American community leans with supporting the black quarterbacks. So it's usually we get shitted Message. on. 
You know what I'm saying? As far as like, can we even be a quarterback? Hell, they was even shitting on um, Jalen Hurts, right? You know what I, I mean? So, I want to see Jalen keep succeeding so somebody can pay Lamar and give him the complimented weapons he needs because that style of quarterback can win, but you can't make him do it on his own. Like they're trying to make Lamar do it. Yeah. So, yeah, man. So, you know, I got I got Eagles, Cincy too, and I got Jalen winning. Fuck it. I like it. I like it. All right. This is episode 139. This is going to be called This or That. Um, we got, we went into position room and, and took some guys in Dynasty. We're going to compare them and see who we like going forward. And we got some lessons learned, man. Like, it's been a long season. It was kind of draining, you know, how it ended. Um, but I'm excited again for football, man. And, and you know, shout out to all the all the leagues that progressed and pushed through. And, you know, we want to say uh, one more time, you know, shout out to DeMar. DeMar for uh, healing up. It was good to see him at the game. Whether win or lose, it was good to see him at the game. And, you know, that energy and air is always needed. So, yeah, so we're going to do some this or that, some lessons learned. And... Uh, if we got some flag on the plays, we could do that. But right now, long as Vic ready, we're gonna get into the what's the word, man. The hood Tim Z with Dynasty, bro. Vic, hey man, and he gave me the banner, bro. Yeah, shout, without shout him to telling me, shout I did the banner dog. on my own, bro. Only, I'm trying man. to get better. That 2023, guys, man, it's Jordan year. We out here, we out here. All right, man, I'm not gonna uh keep us long, and this is a little bit outdated, but still want to highlight it. So, saw this on the score Instagram. So, of course, uh, former head coach Cliff Kingsbury. Of the Arizona Cardinals. Apparently, he booked a one-way ticket to Thailand. Um, he's not looking to coach in 2023. Apparently, took a one-way to is it fuck it or Phuket? Phuket, 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 Thailand. So if you're gonna take a one-way, fuck it. That's, <laughs> that's a hell of a destination, man. So hopefully, uh, he's out there getting his mind right and relaxing. And hey, when you're out in Thailand, Snail was talking about it. We should go out there. He said you live like a king out there, so. He got that bag, so he yeah. looking like two kids. There's, there's a lot of things going on in Thailand. I'm sure. We're but gonna, uh we're gonna keep it good for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. We just want to throw that out there. He might be going for uh many reasons. <laughs> I'm sure the food is good out there, but uh I'm sure the food's great. Yeah, that's I what hear, I hear it's like a it's a great culture. Conversion rate is like one dollar is like thirty two dollars out there. But that could have changed now with inflation, give or take. Yeah, it's probably like one dollar is like twenty five. There you go. <laughs> still still living large, but uh all right, man. Let's keep pushing, man. Oh uh, wow. <laughs> Y'all wild. I ain't even chime in. Hey, the man went to fuck it. But uh, look. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm so, saying it right. It's Phuket. Phuket. I ain't bro. No, nah, seriously. When I was said, I always thought it was like fuck it. I fuck mean, it, bro. That's, that's how we going to say Phuket. it. Phuket. I think it's Phuket. I'm, I'm going to bet on this Phuket. Phuket. Phuket, Thailand. All right, man. Let me stop being angry. <laughs> All right. Uh, shout out to Jerry Rice, man. The GOAT wide receiver. Also my frat, man. That's why I had to wrap the... My mentality, but uh, I don't know if you guys saw, he had like the illest chain on at the game. Really, has been walking like the whole playoffs. He has a helmet with goat list on the back. See that? Yeah, I pointed, Damn, that's I pointed that out to the wife. I said, Did you see that man chain? Yeah, man. that's fire, 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 fire. Y'all see that, man? That showed up good right there. Yeah, man. Shout out to the goat man, Jerry Rice, man. So, uh, hopefully, he can keep that, that chain going up into the Super Bowl. But based on our predictions. It's about to wind down here pretty soon. Facts. All right. Um, let's talk about uh the Ravens. Um, so of course, uh their well, their former office coordinator, Greg Roman, he's no longer with them. So uh he, he uh stepped down from that position for the Ravens. So what do you guys think that means for the Ravens going forward? 
given the whole Lamar situation, and he wasn't around in the playoffs. I have no clue, but whoever they bring in needs to make sure that they're still running a good scheme for Lamar, man, and, and making smarter plays. Um, you can't go around doing the, oh, man, the Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson, Marshawn Lynch to win the Super Bowl joint. That's how, bro, you got JK. He finally got healthy. He's been looking good. And honestly, he's been running for a good yard per carry clip since he got back. You give it to him on the one yard line, man. Like that playoff play was stupid to me, man. Like, like I feel like you tried with your your running back, like your stud running back first. And then you worry about trying to do the extra shit. But I'm not, I'm not doing none of that with my backup. You go to your guys, you feel me? So I feel like it's an offensive coordinator thing, man. You see that come and smack them in the face, but Whatever it is, whoever they bring in, just need to make sure they they keep on making a good scheme for Lamar. Comes back. I'm hearing rumblings that they're looking at Frank Reich. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. But uh, either way, keep in mind, Lamar did run a pro style offense in college at Louisville. So I know people like to not consider him as a traditional QB, but he can get it done. But we already know the the Ravens basically revamped their entire offensive scheme for Lamar to be part of the running game, right? But now that he's been banged up the past couple seasons, you think they can continue to run that, or do they need to take a step back? I, uh, I completely feel like you can run it, but you can't just get rid of all his weapons and trust that's, he's supposed to make plays by himself. Exactly what I was going to say. You that's gotta, real. You got to give him some weapons. You are giving some weapons. It's just like basketball, man. Everything opens up. We know we got Mark Andrews. Right. We were excited to see the Hollywood Bateman thing, and then they got rid of Hollywood, and then it's like, okay, now we just got Bateman. As soon as Bateman got banged up. Now you're playing with the Devin Duvernays of the world. The Marcus Robinson. Marcus Robinson. Like, yeah. I, you got no, eight in the box. No, no, <laughs> right. no great quarterback. Look at Avo. Y'all, y'all hear Avo? Eight Come in on, the box. Man. I, know, I know some football, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like you can't, you can't treat him like he's supposed to do it on his own. I don't care who you bring in. They need to bring in some weapons for Lamar. And J.K. want the ball, man. So and give he, J.K. He, he the sounded ball. off that last game. I don't blame him. So he should have had the ball right there. Anyways. Avo being curious here. When you say bring in, we talking like they got a draft well. Cause I noticed, like normally, I don't see a lot of free agents moving. Like nah, go get DeAndre NFL Hopkins. Or... He's leaving. Ah, uh, okay. Well, there we go. There we go. Well, Hopkins there's, there's and the draft and the draft. There's your options, Ravens. You heard it here. What's good? All right, couple more things. I just went on some quarterbacks. Just get y'all thoughts on them. Let's start with Derek Carr. Let's go. Of course, he's no longer with the uh, Vegas Raiders. Top landing spots looking like either the Jets, the Commanders. Also, I've heard about the Saints. I've also seen things about the Colts. You know. Where you think he's going? He's an upgrade if you go to any one of those spots, but it's like, is he really a championship quarterback, man? I feel like a lot of these teams keep going with these retreads. I know you you can't do anything if you don't have a high draft pick, so you have to deal with stuff like that, but it's, I don't know, man. It's, I don't know. Like I said, these retreads are kind of just the death of of these teams sometimes. If I was Carr, I'd go to the Jets. But, of course, looking at that, you got to deal with that smoke with Josh Allen and the Dolphins. But he comes from the AFC West, which is already loaded. So that shouldn't be an issue or concern for him. So if he wants a shot at, you know, a, a more playoff-ready team, i say the Jets. But uh, if he wants a clearer path, you know, if you duck in the smoke, i say the Saints. That's probably the way to go. <laughs> but anyway, not my problem, not my QB. <laughs> but uh, let's keep it pushing, man. Uh <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, I'm I'm hearing, you know, team like the Packers aren't going to look to send him anywhere in the NFC. So based on that, only options would be what Vegas, his I, former I teammate, like or would, the coach. I feel like it would be a Vegas thing, but also uh, Tom Brady going to go link back up with Josh McDaniel. I don't I don't know. Okay, 
Um, That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Aaron Rodgers. He's just in the way right now. He is, like. bro. Like teams are going to want him. That's a former back-to-back MVP a couple years ago. Yeah. But um, but do you want to deal with his antics and moods and diva? Somebody will. Yeah. That's the crazy part. All so, right. Yeah, they got to. Another QB. Um, of course, we already talked about Aaron Rodgers. Talked about Derek Carr. Retire, bro. Go on, say the, say the next guy. He Tom Brady? He just retire, bro. Tom Brady? Yeah, man. Yeah, just just retire, up, bro. bro. He got Byron left with five. No, I'm just kidding. He looked, bro. <laughs> I don't care. what He had Russell Gage for a while. Guy when he finally got back. Mike Evans. Kate Otten is not bad. He's a rookie tight end that was ascending. He got Rashad White out the backfield that can catch. He's a great running back. And then playoff Lenny. And he still didn't do nothing, bro. And I know the offense was vanilla. That's why they got rid of Byron Leftwich. He wasn't being creative at all with those weapons. But still, there was times where Brady just looked like he didn't have it no more. He wasn't, he wasn't, he had spurts where it looked like he was still the old Brady, but majority of the time he didn't have it, bro. So just retire, man. Yeah, it's time. The last thing, Dak Prescott, I just want to talk about him because, you know, he just lost in the divisional round and they already paid him. So, like, you got to ride out with him unless you're going to trade him. But at the end of the day, good luck, right? As far you can't you can't cut him, you can't, you know what I mean? Like he, nah, all jokes aside, that's the team that I really want DeAndre Hopkins to go to. They need another stud receiver, bro. And I don't think Dak is the type of receiver that is is gonna exist without two studs on the outside. He's not that guy. He's good, but you gotta make sure you have all the weapons around him to be okay. Yeah. So, and I think that says a lot about even Michael Gallup, right? With the injuries, because they were confident in Michael Gallup's ability, but he's been banged up the past couple of years. And the perfect number three. He yeah. was good when it was Amari Cooper and Lamb on the outside, and they, they got to worry about those two guys and Gallup making these big plays. But just stay the number three. That's, that's yeah. what he should do. All right, man. Um, last thing, uh, definitely prayers up to Peyton Hillis. So I know uh, a couple of days ago he was discharged from the hospital. He was in ICU after saving his kids from drowning. Um, so glad his kids are okay. And then also he's on a path to recovery. But just want to acknowledge Peyton Hillis, uh, former Browns. He was a fullback, but he converted to running back. Uh, he was killing He was a beast, bro. Killing out there. Yeah, he years. was. Remember him on the uh, Madden cover? Yeah, bro. Max. Yeah. Two years he showed up, showed yeah. out. Barry Mike Allstottish. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Just just bullies. He was all arm and shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. That's all I got for what's the word. Anything else you guys want to add? Nah, nah, that's it. nah that's Shout out to uh, Coach Prime. He yeah. uh, he's actually snatching some of these five star recruits from other teams. Okay, man. yeah. He's about to have the best cornerback tandem in, in college. That's dope. I'm actually excited to watch the Buffaloes and uh, yeah. Hopefully, we can try to make it to a game, man. Hell yeah! Seriously. It's in Denver, basically. Big facts, bro. I see your LinkedIn picture, bro. I don't oh, yeah. like it. My, my yeah. <laughs> get up, let's get up out of there. That's my, that's my new one. Okay, I'm glad you got up out of that other one, man. No, nah, man, I like the other one better. <laughs> <laughs> we can make better jokes on the other one. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it was something else I had. But Oh, injuries real quick. So, of course, going to the conference championship games. Um, Pat Mahomes, man, high ankle sprain. He said he's going to play. You know he's going to play. He already got paid. Andy Reid said if he can walk, he's going to play. But yep. a high ankle sprain ain't no joke, man. Nope. Sheesh. I know. But he was winging it. He's going to go out there. He's going to throw that thing. All right. Tony so, Pollard. Everybody broken leg. Back in coverage. Nobody yeah. Thinking he running. How do you feel about that tackle, man? Like, 
they're basically saying the drag down is just as bad as the horse collar. You think they're going to enforce a rule on that or what? Uh, Next year. You're talking about like that back tackle? Yeah, running back. So Tony Pollard got basically dragged down and his leg rolled up. And, yeah. Man, that's out. I don't think that's the same as horse collar to me. Well, people are looking at it, though, because it's, it's basically it's, it's like it, it conflicts because like defensive players get penalized for dirty hits or aggressive hits. But it's like you try to tackle them. You don't want to be overly aggressive. So you drag them down. But that causes injuries, too. It's part of the game. Man, it is part of the game. It's icy. It's unfortunate. That's what yeah, it is. It's unfortunate. Really unfortunate. Um, said you said three months is optimistic, probably more eight months to be all the way back at complete 100% health, but uh, more of a clean tear, so she'll be okay. She'll be back. I hope it doesn't affect his free agency and yeah, man. he get the bag that he was supposed to get because he bought out this year. That's the part that sucks, man. Timing of it. Contract year. He bought out this year. And then Jalen Hurts with the shoulder. Of course, we saw him this past week. He threw two two TDs. Um, He's going to be all right. Yeah, so. He's going to be all Just right. Just something to monitor. I watched him get tackled a couple times. I was like, Ian, he was all right. Popped up. It was cool. All right. Of course, CMC dealing with a little calf issue, but he's always going to play. There we go. All right, man. That's that, man. Um, let's jump into the uh, DFS, man, real quick, if you don't mind. Let's get the update going. Uh, uh, yeah. So it's been two weeks. And shout out to my guy, Vic. Two wins in a row. I'm streaking right now. 18 to 11. Well, 11 to 18. Yeah, bro, don't try to have my record on your shit. Hey, but I'm closing the gap, man, so I have, what, two more opportunities? So you said Super Bowl, we're going to do a showdown. Yep. That's going to be interesting, but uh, I'm, I'm with it, man. Hopefully I can get two more dubs here. And Next time y'all talk to us, man, I'm going to be 20 and 11. I, I don't mind being down five to close out the year, so 18 and 13 or 13 and 18. I'm, it's going to be 20 to 11 by the time I talk to y'all again. All right. That's that, man. All right, man. Uh, before we get to the main topic, DJ Avo. Yo, yo. Where can the people follow you at? You can follow me at DJ Avo Love. That's at DJ A-V-O-L-X-V-E. Let's go. Hey, yo, Dot. Where can we follow you at, bro? Why your voice sounds so raspy right now? Come on, man. I'll be going in at different moments, bro. I got to switch it up for him. Right, follow me at DiceBro.com <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. Follow the main Instagram page, DiceBrosFF. And click subscribe like on youtube dynasty bros fantasy football podcast please we're going up up hey vic where can we follow you at brother man you can follow me at chief sales ff instagram twitter twitch be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you're listening dynasty bros ff get on the youtube we got some shorts we got some episodes everything going up man we excited for the off season especially uh getting to these prospects so uh that's that man so that what we're talking about again today uh we're gonna get into some this or that but before we get into the main topic man let's do one thing Season, fancy football season's ended. Uh-huh. Um, Avo, this is kind of on the fly, so What's we ain't good? get to have you get prepared. But we'll after we talk, we'll ask you if you got anything. But I got lessons learned, man. Um, we basically finished the season, had another season of having an extra game, but this was with the whole injury situation. Um, a lot of the season got cut off last game and we had to work our way and figure these things out. But outside of that, just in general, man, like your gameplay, maybe the way you drafted, the way your teams were set up, give me a few things. One, I don't care what it is. Give me a few things that you've learned this year that you're going to change, that you're going to keep the same rolling into next year's fantasy football season. 
You want me to go first? Yeah, and right, let Avo learn. I can knock mine out first. Right, go ahead, I go already ahead, know Avo. what I'm doing. But I already kind of talked to y'all about it. Like, y'all got to switch up my strategy. This is not working how I want it to do. So when it comes to my dynasty, uh, my dynasty league, for sure, um, I got to get younger. I definitely got to get younger. It's literally like running a franchise. So you got to kind of keep that in mind. Making sure right. I'm making good moves with these draft picks. That way I can make sure I got a solid team. I, what I noticed about everybody else's team is that they got really solid benches. So that when somebody goes down, that guy you filling in is almost just as good, if not sometimes better. Big facts. Um, and then my uh, in the in the regular league, in the regular fantasy leagues, mm-hmm. you redraft. Man, in the redraft leagues, man, I gotta get me some good receivers, baby. Gotta get <laughs> running receivers, backs. Man. Running backs seem to come by the dozen, even because I've always selected good running backs, but it just ain't never really played out for me. And then you gotta rely on your receivers, and the receivers ain't that good because I went running back early. So it's like, yeah, so that's my number one lesson is grab my receivers early, and I think everything else is going to work out. All right, Vic, you got any? I got a couple. Three things for me, man. First thing is uh, I need to stick to my process, trust my guys, more so with these rookie raw receivers. You know, I had Garrett Wilson, Alave, Jamison Williams, but I went rogue and jumped on the Traylon Burks train, just giving the A.J. Brown trade, and I saw a clear path for opportunities, but as we saw, that don't always work out, right? So – I need to just stick to my guys. I should have way more Garrett Wilson, who I consider to be baby Justin Jefferson, um, the way he's out there balling um, as a rookie. Um, So that's my lesson learned from a rookie standpoint. Next thing, these 30-year-old wide receivers, man, I'm kind of like starting to like shy away from them. What I mean by that, like the the Hopkins, the Thielens. I don't get me wrong. Hopkins still command the targets, but he's still not as explosive, right? So, I mean, he's not creating separation after the catch and, even when he's running his routes, just not as explosive anymore. And think about Adam Thielen. You know, he's real touchdown dependent now. And of, course, of course, he can still get open in the red zone. But again, like these 30 yard receivers, I'm like, mm. they're more so like flex plays. I wouldn't feel so good about having them as like my wide receiver one or wide receiver two. Facts. And then the last thing, uh, these running backs, uh, we overlook some running backs. Uh, what I mean by that, Josh Jacobs and Miles Sanders, these were guys who are in contract year. So I need to pay more attention to that. Guys who, are in more proven situation. So Josh Jacobs ended up being a RB3 and Miles Sanders had an RB15 season. So um, I'm going to use those opportunities to basically stack up my skill players and then get the guys that are in a contract year from a running back standpoint. We got something to prove. And back stack up my RB1s and two sneakily later in the draft that way. So those are my lessons learned. All right. I think I got a lesson learned positionally one by one. That's what's up. Quarterbacks. Um, I am done doing the waiting game, and I I literally want the ones that have running potential. Um, even if I can't get the high side of a Jalen Hurts, I, I at least want the Daniel Jones. So at least, you know, that's, that's the bottom ground that I want. But honestly, man, I'm jumping the gun, and I want one of those elite ones next year because they made such a difference when I'm looking week by week to these other teams. I want the Josh Allen, Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, even Burrow. I want those guys. Justin Fields in there, too. That's one of the breakout guys. But I want the elite quarterback so I don't have to worry about the good matchups, the bad matchups, and just going to play them. That's what I learned about quarterback. Running back, I don't want any of those PPR backs that are supposed to be like they have a role. They never really have a role anymore. So I'm over that. I'm over that. Fuck it, I'm going to take my receivers, and I'm going to take these fast catching backs just because PPR not. Take my shot on a guy that could, even if he's not the number one, he could fuck around and be the TD back because nobody had uh, uh, 
Williams from uh oh, Jamal, Williams. Jamal Williams as a top back and he broke Barry Sanders, you know. That's crazy. Yeah, so so don't do don't get the PPR backs anymore and get the running backs on high scoring teams. They could Zeke was so behind Pollard, looked so much worse than Pollard this year, but he stumbled into so many touchdowns this year because Cowboys are a high scoring team. I want those kind of guys. And then receivers, man, I'm only taking receivers that we know the obvious does, but you have to have a good quarterback. You have to have a competent quarterback. If you don't, I'm not touching balls. Because uh, if you don't have nobody to get you the ball, then I'm just, you know, I'm kind of. Who are some examples of these players? Like, Um, so like you think about the top guys, they have, like, I'm not saying you have to have a Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback, but you at least have to have, like, a Derek Carr was able to support Devontae uh, Adams. Adams. Uh, who's another competent quarterback? How did, uh, uh, how did Seattle's wide receiver do? Yeah, yeah, Tyler Lockett actually yeah. had a nice Tyler season. Lockett and BK did. But you know why? That's because Geno had one of the best seasons, like uh, QBR-wise and all of that. He right. literally Yardage. yeah, looked good this season. Kirk Cousins isn't one of the greatest quarterbacks, but he's competent. He's a, he's a good starter. I don't want the guys like – we love Justin Fields for fantasy. But you never gonna want any of his receivers no time soon right now. He's he has to develop into that. You gotta think we were nervous about the AJ Brown Devonta Smith thing because we didn't know what Jalen Hurts could do. But Jalen Hurts turned up and made those guys both valuable. So like I, I need I need competent quarterbacks throwing into my and I'm trying to think of a high end receiver that sucked because his quarterback wasn't that good. Um you like Gary Wilson. That's your guy, right? Oh, yeah. Zach Wilson sucks so bad that he brought down the value. So, bro, and right. he, even all the rookies, Chris Olave, stud. Andy Dalton. Bro, Andy Dalton sucked. You've seen Drake London the first few weeks, hella targets. And then once they really settled in with Mariota, it's like, yeah, bro, he wasn't doing anything. But you see Ritter turn Drake up for the last few weeks. Well, let's talk about it. Also, you got to throw Tom Brady in there this year. Yeah, of course, bad. he's going to go down as the GOAT at the QB spot. But Mike Evans – you know, outside of that championship week game, he was down the whole season for the most part. Um, and you talked about PPR running backs. Give me some examples. I know you, uh, you know, everybody. Every, yeah, nah, not Jamal. Everybody used to be excited about like, okay, here's a perfect one. Kareem Hunt was supposed to be the PPR back, right? He literally didn't do anything. His role completely went away. It's it like, did. I I don't want to have to assume that these guys are going to be a PPR back if they're not going to like if you're not going to Austin Eckler me uh, into my starting lineup I don't want you because we know Austin Eckler is the lead back he's also getting run downs he's getting everything he's getting the goal line I don't want a guy that all right right, man I hope he get five catches because you know what you'll get Rashad White and he had his weeks when he scored or when he caught a lot of passes but he also would disappear I don't want the Naheem Hines playing behind when he was at the Colts or even when he finally got traded, we thought he was going to be the guy still not doing anything. I don't want those pass catchers because they're not doing anything. So give me the guy that could have the, the, the goal line role or the lead back guy. Like give me those roles over the PPR back. Cause I can't name one that did anything significant this year, unless they were like the all around back. Gotcha. And for tight ends, man, just find, find a, a team that's this, that targets the tight end. That's I don't really have anything specific for that. Um, besides Travis Kelsey or or nothing. Honestly, man, just Travis was so valuable this year. I just I want Travis or nothing. So that's what I learned this year. 
All right, bro, that's fire, man. And uh, I'm definitely going to take some of those uh, tips you guys mentioned because uh, we're trying to get better. That's what I like about Dynasty and Fantasy in general. Like, you can never completely figure it all the way out. It's like a moving puzzle, you know what I'm saying? Thanks. So, all right, man, let's get into this uh, this or that, man. Uh, remind the people what that is again. All right, let's this or that, man. Go. We went positionally, so we went through quarterbacks. Like, and I just, you know, we both pitched our guys. I threw two guys out that are comparable whether it's age, whether it's talent, whether where they're valued at in Dynasty. And we're just going to decide where we stand on these two guys and who we'd rather have going forward. So that's what it is, this or that. And we went through and we did it positionally. We'll start at the quarterbacks. We'll start at the running backs and tight ends. We'll end at receiver like we always do. Fire, so, man. Uh, I'll let you start off. It looked like you already got your ready. Pitch your two guys. And I don't know how you want to do it. Do you want to pitch the two guys and then see where I stand and then yeah. go back to where you stand? Yeah, and then we can – you know, throwing some stats on the back end. I want to go in just off face value, you know, who you got, you know, and then from there we can talk about situations, some numbers, what have you. But uh, let me get that banner if you don't mind. Gotcha. All right, man. So uh, quarterback, I'm going to throw out two guys, man. This or that. Would you rather have Justin Herbert going forward in Dynasty or Trevor Lawrence? Um, As much as – Trevor start looking good and falling into his own. I think I still want Justin Herbert. Um, we we seen his his ceiling year, and Trevor had this year, this year, and it still wasn't as good as Justin's ceiling year. So I gotta trust that maybe you know something was holding him back. They did get rid of the offensive coordinator this year, and um, I don't know. I feel like they they were afraid to throw downfield and. I don't want to just keep giving passes, but for a majority of the year, he never had his full allotment of weapons. Keenan was banged up, and then Mike Williams was banged up. So they never had to get all three of those guys. Hopefully they bring in an offensive coordinator that could actually make Josh Palmer mesh with those other two guys to not just be a good guy when one of those guys are out. Because Palmer is a stud receiver, so imagine having those three guys out there at the same time, all healthy at once. I'm going to take Justin and his – his running back, man, they throw it to him. He's one of the greatest out the backfield doing it. So give me Justin again, man. Like I said, as his peak season is bigger than Trevor's peak season right now. But I love both of these guys, though. All right, Avo, you got a preference? Justin Herbert or Trevor Lawrence? Nope, not right there. I fucked with Lawrence. I like his sweat. Okay. All right, man. I'm actually going to um, take Trevor Lawrence. And just looking at some of the numbers, Trevor, 4,000 yards. 25 TDs, eight interceptions. Of course, a uh, new head coach with Doug Peterson coming off the uh, Urban Meyer situation. So uh, coaching makes a difference. And I'm looking at Trevor's situation, right? They brought in a Christian Kirk who actually proved to be a you know competent wide receiver in terms of taking on that number one role. I still like to see them with a Calvin Ridley, right? Um, but he basically balled out with a Zay Jones, a Marvin Jones, a Christian Kirk, and an Evan Ingram. So I just like his weapons going forward, throwing in a Calvin Ridley. Um, I do expect him to also draft another wide receiver, keep it young. And they got Travis Etienne. Hopefully they bring in another running back as well. Um, continue to build around him. So I just I just like the upside, man, that uh, Trevor's shown. Think about Herbert finished as QB 11 versus Trevor at QB 8. Of course, Herbert has had a top five season. But uh, you got to, you know, uh, unless they bring in like a dynamic wide receiver, I feel like the Chargers need like a Justin Jefferson, CeeDee Lamb type of player, a guy you can move into the slot and on the outside. 
Because is it really ideal to have a, a uh, Mike Williams as your field stretcher? You know, at that size, he can do it, but is that really ideal? I when he he makes some of the best contested jump passes, he just has to be healthy. That's my biggest issue with Mike. Can the you weapons, tell? Can yeah. you run back Trevor's uh, uh, stats this year? Yeah. So uh, you still got him up. Yeah. So. Trevor threw uh, 4,000 yards, um, also 25 TDs, eight interceptions. All right. And Justin did this year, he did 4,700, 25 TDs, 10 interceptions. And that's a, what's crazy is that's, that's nice. a down year for Justin. That is a down year. We looked at Justin like he had a down year. That's because last year, the man had 5,000 yards and 38 touchdowns. Yeah. So, like, just his upside because they're always going to throw the ball so much, man. I just I want to keep riding with him right now um, because in a down year, he pretty much did what Trevor did. So I just want to, I, like I said, I, I love Trevor, though. And he looked good, and he started to turn it up. I think he was figuring it out on the back end of the season because he came in still uh, figuring it out early. But just right now, I'm going to just take the guy who, who has the biggest peak season right now, but Trevor's younger, too. You, you know what else, though? I feel like Trevor has that Joe Burrow killer instinct in him, like that dog. I don't really see that with Justin yet. You know what I'm saying? Like he's don't get me wrong, Justin's a nice player. He can push the ball, tight spirals, all that good stuff. But you could tell when like a guy like Joe Burrow, like he's showing up, he's not here to fuck around. Trevor has that too. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I just see that killer instinct in him. Yeah, I I, I can't the, the the difference from last year to this year, man. It, it looked like two completely different guys, the Justin Herbert from last year and this year. And yeah. The only thing I could try to do is blame it on the offensive coordinator playing soft because the weapons weren't there this year. That's all I'm, I'm going to blame it on. Hopefully they bring in somebody and let that boy fling the ball around some more. Pops. All right, bet. Give me your QB. Uh, all right. This is interesting. It wasn't originally what I had. We talked about that. But these are two guys that I think catapulted their self up into a tier with Pat Mahomes or if you still got Josh Allen there or whatever. And they weren't there last year. So Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts, the two guys I got going into the Super Bowl. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, one guy is the traditional pocket guy, X's and O's, pick apart a defense. And then the other guy is, hey, you can draw up any play for me. When, when the pocket breaks down, I can move around, make things happen. I'm literally a running back. I'm stealing Miles Sanders touchdowns all the time. Like he's a stud. So how how do y'all want to do it? How y'all want to play this out? Shit. So this is tough. Of course, we're looking at two different styles of quarterback play. You know, Hertz is more of your he, he'll throw, but he can also run and eat into some of those rushing TDs, which is what you want. PPR format. Uh, he was actually on pace to finish as the number one QB point-wise. So he actually was on pace to put up roughly 420 fantasy points to outscore Mahomes, who finished number one. Well, I believe it like 410 points, something like that. But uh, but Joe Burrow, top four season, and you know he has the weapons with Jamar Chase and uh, Higgins. And now, but you can't ignore Hurts, because Hurts actually supported two top ten receivers, believe it or not. Devonta Smith was, a, was wide receiver nine, man. I did not see that coming at all. Did not see Smitty having a top 10 season this year. And, I mean, he and, has that potential. And Dallas Goddard was balling when he was held. Right. So for them to for the Eagles to pay AJ Brown, bring him in, and you know, still support a young Devonta Smith, that just speaks to the talent, man. So um given all that, man, I gotta go with Jalen Hurts here. Only for the rushing up aside, rushing upside, but it is tough, man, because 
Burrow can go hang 60 points easily. We got a Jamar Chase, but give me Hurts, who can run the football and also support two top 10 receivers. What else could you ask for? What else are you yeah. looking for at that point? He's doing the same thing that Burrow is doing, but it's like a cheat code being able to run because every 10 yards they get a point. I will say this. Right. It's probably smart to take Burrow in Dynasty because he's his, his shelf life is probably going to be longer. Yep. But I will say this: if they both have, if if Burrow has any kind of like fallback from his passing touchdowns, or they have one, a big rushing season, and Mixon or whoever it is, P. Ryan has a twenty touchdown season, Burrow is going to fall back compared to Jalen Hurts. Doesn't need a touch a ton of touchdowns to get him where he needs to be because the role he plays with at quarterback, he's always going to be top three potential no matter what. So. I'm just going to take the guy that has that upside right now in Jalen Hurts. What I like you, it. Ava? Man, so look, this is rough. <laughs> so it's only rough because shout out to Clear B real quick. <clears throat> we had a conversation earlier this week, and he compared Joe Burrow to Derek Jeter. And I was like, hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. What, what are we saying here? Because Derek Jeter, to me, you know, that's a, I'm a baseball guy. That's the dude. So I'm like, yo, that's a major compliment. But uh, with that being said, I got to root for everything black, man. I, got, I would have to take Jalen Hurts. <laughs> I would just have to do it. I love Joe Burrow. Everything I love his swag, black, everything black, about black, him. Black, 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 everything but black, 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 black. And that's literally the only reason. I don't know if that's right or not. That might be wrong. <laughs> Is that right in this day and age, in the D-E-N-I-H? But, but, but I'm going to be me, and that's that's who I would ride with. All right, I'm not but, mad at but it. Shout out to Joe, though. You know what I thought with it. Yeah, Joe, yeah. He's, you know. Hey, Boosie fuck with Joe Burrow, so there you go. Facts. All right, man, let's get to these running backs. I got two running backs. This is a little bit, you know, a little bit different, right? But uh, let's go with uh, rookie running back Brees Hall for the Jets. I really love this, this, or that, too, just to let you know. Right on, right on. So, of course, we saw him, you know, hot start, man, in the Jets offense and put up some monster games. He even has some RB1 weeks. Then, of course, he went down with the injury. Um, so hopefully he comes back um, strong and keeps up, you know, that same pace that he was on, right? He could easily finish as the RB1 um, next year based on the pace, you know, he's shown this year. Or would you go with the one-on-one most likely projected to be in Dynasty, right? Bijan Robinson, man. I already know where I'm going, and I am. Hold up. Tell the people where he's at. Running back for Texas, Texas University. Who got the number one? Who got the number one pick? Well, from a dynasty well, perspective, if you got the one on one, most likely you're gonna draft. Well, I'm Bichon. saying like what team might he land on? Um, what are the potential teams he can I go told to? Vic Philly has uh a couple first round picks due to trading. So that's to a me that, thing. That, that's because they don't they're literally about to lose Miles Sanders' contract year and they really are they're one of the complete teams that like can go on a limb and take something like that if they wanted to. Gotcha. Um yeah, so it would be nice too, bro. But uh, I'm going to take Bijan. One, because prospect-wise, we love Brees Hall, but prospect-wise, you know, Bijan is a higher-touted prospect. But honestly, outside of that, man, even if you look at him, it's even one guy's coming in the season healthy. And it really doesn't matter what team Bijan go to because the Jets' offense sucked. And Brees Hall was still able to do whatever he wanted to in that offense because he's so explosive and dynamic. So just give me the guy that's going to roll into the offseason. And, and when the season starts, I know he's going to be there. I don't care what team he's playing for. That's 
literally the only reason why I'm going to take Bijan right now is just because Brees Hall ended with a bank up season. So, you know, who knows what he's going to be in the offseason, what it's going to be week one. So that's why I'm going to be Sean. I'm going to hop in real quick, Vic. Just real quick. I'm just going to say Brees because I don't even know who the other dude is. <laughs> uh, that's what's up. But do, shout out do, to that do, other dude, though. I'm do, sure he's going to be a great prospect. Do some. Do I'm some, for you do off some rip, research. But I'm going Brees just for that. Hey, remember LeBron was in high school? And... Right. Hold up. Wait a minute. These comparisons are getting out of hand. Hmm. <laughs> remember when LeBron was about to enter the league? That type of running back, bro. Basically, you already know you're gonna plug and play pro. Okay, okay, okay. But at the end of the day, I'm not mad. I'm, I'm like you, Avo. Like I got a lot of homework to do, a lot of film to watch. I've, I've heard the name. You know, I, I am gonna go Bijan here, but I do. I still got a lot of homework and scouting to do. He's like one of the best runners I've, I've ever seen. Yeah. But also, he's one of the best pass catchers I've ever seen. He's like one of those McCaffrey catching stride type guys, like. He doesn't have to stop his momentum to do anything with pass catching abilities. And he's built like a rock. Yeah. Like a boulder. He's fire. <laughs> yeah. Chiseled. So, all right, man. I'm Give us your running backs. Uh, I went. So, I went with these two guys because right now you've seen it this year. They both are kind of on the smaller stature side. So, it keeps both of them banged up. Um, and it seems like their teams want to try to limit their touches because of that. But uh, I took Mr. DeAndre Swift and Travis Etienne. Um, man, two explosive guys, two big play guys. Um, and honestly, the reason why I picked both of them is because both of their offenses are shooting up right now. Okay. And they should be the lead guys. You want to say he's the lead guy, even though Swift is the lead guy, even though he plays with Jamal. But Save there's no Jamal because he's a free agent and both of these guys roll into next season being the lead back. Who do you got? Okay, based on that, I'm still going to go Travis Etienne. Uh, just just given you could tell like Jacksonville wants to feature Etienne in the run game. And also he'll catch some passes. So they even got rid of James Robinson. So just given that, uh, I do like the Jacks offense better believe it or not and and it's not even by a long shot because the detroit has a nice offense at the end of the day like they have a a fantasy football friendly offense like you can get their, you know a lot of weapons out of the offense but uh still give me travis etn um just from what he's shown man i feel he's i feel he runs the ball better than swift you know from from what he's shown and Swift, he's good for like a 30-point game and 20-point game, but then you also got to deal with the injuries, and then you got to deal with Jamal Williams. I know you said put that to the side, but at the end of the day, for them to bring in Jamal, just kind of show, like, do they really have all the confidence in the world in a Swift to really own the backfield, whereas we've seen Jacksonville, like, hey, we trust ETN back there. I don't even know who their backup is, like, Hasty or Jamichael Hasty. sometimes Agnew. So, I mean... Jamal's a baller. Yeah. Jamal Agnew's a baller. Yeah, but at the end of the day... Jags have shown like, hey, we trust Etienne to run and command the backfield. So, and I'm gonna follow suit. I'm not gonna speak too much because you basically took everything, all the words out of my mouth. I see the trust in Etienne getting rid of these guys like the James Robinson, like you said, and you know, and and in my heart, I do feel like they're gonna bring back Jamal and look like sometimes it look like the team prefers him, like as the running back, just personality wise. So, yeah, give me Etienne, but I do think they're. Both good young running backs, though. What's up, Avery? This is gonna sound kind of crazy because my strategy here would literally be: it might sound a little off, but follow me. Who's the QB in Detroit? 
Jared Goff. Jared Goff. He, he actually looks had good a good in that season. System. And he and he's getting a superstar receiver all the way healthy rolling into next year, too. Me, myself, I'm rolling with Wood. Trevor Lawrence, but I'm literally looking at the QB because in my eyes, if you got a solid QB, that'll open up a run game. If he's out here hitting people, so I'm gonna I'm go with Trevor. I'm gonna go with uh, ET. That's a good logic, too. I ain't mad at that. All right, we're gonna roll into these tight ends and save the best position for last. Let's go. All right, man. Two tight ends, man. Let's go to Ooh-hoo. Dallas Cowboys, Dalton Schultz. Ooh-hoo. Or would you rather have Evan Ingram, man? We can't get off this Jacksonville offense, man. <laughs> it's you know what was so good about this thing is, is because I don't even know if you thought about this. These are two guys that both had good seasons. They're both free agents coming up. So we don't even Ooh. know what team they're going to play on right now. Ooh, so you okay. just got to really trust the talent. That's what I'm going to take Evan Ingram. I like Don Schultz, but as a talent, I do think the offense, the system, and Dak makes the tight end, basically. Like, I feel like if he moves on, and you've seen it. I picked up Hendershot just as a, as a long shot. Yeah. Because I think whoever the tight end is for the Cowboys and for Dak is just going to be good. Because you see that some of those guys catch touchdowns throughout the season randomly. And I'm like, damn, it's not Dalton Schultz. But I don't think Dalton Schultz has the, like, athletic ability that Evan Ingram actually has. So give me the guy that can go wherever he goes. I think he has the shot to use his athleticism to be good in the system. But Dalton Schultz, if they both leave their team, I would trust Evan to find a place that's going to utilize him as a as a receiving option before Dalton Schultz. What about you? I like that, man. You know, Dalton Schultz is my guy. Man, that's your guy. I, I do. But Evan was your guy. Well, actually, you put on me on back Evan Ingram. You, but you end up liking Evan more than me. On the back end, yeah, yeah. Because uh, that last year with the Giants, and he was starting to stay healthy a little bit more. I was turned off for Evan at first because he stayed banged up. But that mm-hmm. last year in New York, he was a little bit more healthy and then uh, took off, man. He set franchise records for the Jaguars and – it's basically a, a hybrid wide receiver, and you see how to utilize them. They line them up out wide, right? So um, give me Evan Ingram as well, man. And even with adding in a Calvin Ridley, I still feel uh, Evan can still put up a top five you know, right. performance at the tight end spot. Clearly, Trevor Lawrence loves him. So I'm just going to go with the – the. I can't even say better quarterback. I'm just going to say the cute, the system with, the, with, with more upside, right? Because Dak, man, it's a lot of question marks around Dak right now, and – we're expecting Dallas to bring another weapon, right? That's only going to take away uh, yeah, from like, Schultz. But I yeah. feel like Evans going to be fine in his scenario, though. All right. This is a little toughy. My nigga said so toughy. Check me out. Check me out. Here's how I'm a rocket. So, in the redraft league, I'm going Ingram. In Dynasty, I'm going Schultz. Because he's younger. Is that based on yeah, age? That's just based on age. Okay. That's based on age and Schultz, is, and Schultz is a little bit bigger, so I'm hoping that that helps him not get injured in this rough sport of football. <laughs> in this rough sport. I'm going Evan Ingram regardless. Um, like I said, because I don't know where these guys are going to end up. I'm going to trust that. That is interesting. I think he runs a 4-4, four, four, right? Or yeah, four, he three. ran a 4-4 four, four coming whoa, out. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. He's yeah. like that's, that kind of, I, I kept telling you he's athletic, man. bro. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. All right, my Shit. tight ends, bro. It's interesting because after you, Tra- Travis Kelsey is clearly the number one. Right, right. Off top. Um, and then automatically, you know, we've been saying Mark Andrews, no matter what, is number two. But here's the thing, bro. The moment TJ Hawkinson went to Minnesota, he completely made Adam Thielen disappear. Man. And he automatically became the number two option. And we see Kirk Cousins loves him. And he has some big blow-up games to help you win your playoffs in fantasy. So, being on a new team, 
um, seeing how Kirk Cousin utilizes the tight end, and he's been doing this since back in his Washington days. Going forward, he's two years younger. Hawkinson's 25, Andrews is 27. Not knowing where Lamar's going to end up, so we don't, we can't even lock in Andrews with Lamar. Who are you taking, Mark Andrews or TJ Hawkins? This is it's tough, man. I'm not gonna lie, but I am gonna stick to my guns on this one. I'm gonna roll with my guy, Mark Andrews. Um, I, I don't think he would have finished number one over Kelsey, but definitely, uh, definitely would have had the two spot. And um, so that offense, at least that passing game, still runs through the tight end. I'm still gonna lean on that. There's there's no receiver there to really command and take away targets from him like a Justin Jefferson when you look at a Hawkinson situation. So I'm going to ride out with my guy, Mark Andrews, here on this one. Hey, the first week TJ Hawkinson went to Minnesota, 11 targets. That's he nuts. only knew the playbook for like two days. I don't even think he knew it. <laughs> and he really he had one blow-up game with the Lions, but he pretty much sucked every week Revenge with the Lions. Game. Yeah. I'm just kidding. But then he ended up as the tight end, too, just because the back end of the season with Minnesota, he just blew up. He did. He's literally the number two option in the, re- in the receiving game there. So I am going to shoot my shot, man, because I want the certainty. That's the one thing that I find out that I really want with tight ends is the – the for sure thing, bro, because what we seen was Mark Andrews not be able to do it consistently without Lamar. And if something shakes and they don't have Lamar or he sits out, they franchise him, he's not happy, they trade him. I don't want to try to trust they find somebody that has some camaraderie with Mark Andrews. So I am going to take TJ Hawkinson. And technically, in all of my, my places where I have Mark Andrews, I'm trying to go, I'm about to go see if I can go get TJ Hawkinson plus a little bit more and just trade off. Um, because I do think. I think next year in redraft, TJ Hawkinson should be the number two tight end rolling mm. into the year. That's and uh, that's how I feel with him two years younger than Andrews. I probably need to feel that way going forward in general. And this is the Hawkinson people have been waiting on from a Detroit standpoint. Like, we saw the flashes, but, yeah, this is the Hawkinson everybody, like, we knew he's capable of. But I'm still going to stick with Andrews. But uh, I ain't mad at that. He's super talented. Yeah, Andrews yeah, is super but, talented. Hey, I like it, man. But, you know, I'm not mad at it, so. All right, Ava, did you pick already on the tight end? Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson. Well, I mean, after all the information given, <laughs> I would naturally want to go with Mark Andrews. But after y'all arguments, I'm going to have to go with TJ Hawkinson. It okay. Just, it just makes more sense. It just makes more sense. Clearly, he can do it anywhere. Mark Andrews needs a solid QB. And we don't know who we got next year. I like Avo and his his Man. his leading into his comment. I know, shit I know. it's like the anticipation and the suspense. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. I'm on the edge of my seat. Like, who made the better argument? <laughs> All right, now we're rolling into receivers, man. Yeah, man, I like uh, it, man. Both, both these guys are my guys, and I'm actually looking forward to yours. But look, man, like my shit lit, Ava. His shit lit too. But I just he let me he let me get a pass on on yeah. my hard. But I like this shit though because I love both of these guys too. I don't, I don't so Smith came in after the other guy, but Devonta Smith. So for the Philadelphia Eagles or San Francisco's Brandon Ayuk. Both number two receivers on their team or one A, one B. You want to look at arguably Ayuk might might even be the third option, right? Behind a CMC or a, even a Kittle or even a Debo, right? So Yeah, technically. But for I guess before I get into that, who are you picking? I'm going to take the guy who 
one like you just said has less weapons to compete with but overall just has the better quarterback situation um i don't know if it's going to be brock purdy next year and i'm kind of nervous if it's going to be a trey lance thing because i don't know what kind of rapport he has with you know brandon are you give me devonta smith you seen bro he just balled out bro and jalen hurts he doesn't discriminate man he's not going to force aj brown the ball aj brown is covered and he doesn't feel like having a contested pass he's going to throw it to devonta smith because no cornerback two can can guard devonta smith none in the league so he's always going to be open bro so give me that guy who came in as the best receiver out of college coming in, the best one of the best route runners, best hands, and that's just translating. We're so worried about how small he is, but we just forgot that some people just ball out. That's all he does. I like it, man. I'm gonna go Devonta Smith as well, and he's six foot one seventy. He looks real frail out there, but it don't matter, man. He still runs strong through his route, strong hands. Uh, he actually was four yards short of twelve hundred yards on the season. Seven catches. 96 or 7 TDs, excuse me, but 96 catches. Yeah, 7 catches, 1100. <laughs> yes. Woo! That's some uh, Kenny Galladay numbers that he needed. <laughs> oh, man. No, but uh, 7 TDs, 96 catches, um, over 130 targets. So, you know, next year he could easily have 100 catches. So, uh, like, like you already stated, man, less weapons to compete with for targets. Um, again, you got Jalen Hurts, QB1 potential, and also he's shown he can support two uh, wide receivers and A.J. Brown, you know, he he was even banged up a little bit here and there. I mean, you can tell he's yeah. dealing with some issues, but hey, uh, Devonta's a guy that can uncover and get open in the end zone, but I still like Brandon Ayuk too, man, so. He uh, doesn't. Devonta Smith does not drop passes. Brandon Ayuk does. Yeah, I, I will say this though. Brandon Ayuk did, did take a step though. He finished his wide receiver 15, so I do want to acknowledge that given you have Debo, you have Kittle, you have CMC, you have a, you know, rookie quarterback, Mr. Irrelevant, so Given that, man, um, I am trying to get a lot of Devonta Smith. Good luck. And also, Brandon Ayuk in the offseason. Um, but give my guy Smitty here. All right, Avo. Come on, man. It's Devonta Smith thought that. All right, man. You already know why. It's not that, it's not that difficult. Hey, yo, shout out to Brock Purdy, though. Mr. Irrelevant, shout out to him. Man. Yeah, man. The very I really, last. Game. I really want him to play well next year, but I got to go with what I know. That's if he's the starter. <laughs> yeah, that's even that's an if. That's that's wow. You played so well this year. It's an if for next year. That's wild. Apparently, he got uh, recruited by Alabama, and you know Nick Snape saving. He's like, he tell like it is with the prospects, and he said to uh, Brock Party, "Why y'all saying party or Purdy? Brock Purdy, excuse me." I both said it first. I, I think, think I, think, I, think I ran suit. off on him. I like it. <laughs> Brock Party, Brock. I say, Brock. Oh, I'm starting. Man. I'm starting his branding. Now that was Brock Party, baby. Let's go. Now he's Brock Party. Come on, man. They gonna get him set up right. Yeah, but uh, Nick Saban was like, "You're an average size QB. Your arm strength's not that good. Your accuracy is okay." Like he just kind of shitted on, and like in the in the in the scouting report. But at the end of the day, he went off to Iowa State and did his thing. So. Facts. All right, bro. Who's your uh, wide receivers? All right. Hey, Vo, you ready for this? Yep. This is the final this or that. Pick your best wide receiver duo. Tyreek Hill and Waddle. Jamar Chase and Higgins. Oh, come on, man. A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. Hmm. Who's your favorite? I won't able to go first on this one, man. Give them to me one more time. T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Dolphins. AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. Eagles. Ah, that's so tough. <laughs> that's so tough. I'm going with the Bengals. Oh, that's so tough. Oof. 
I really like Jamar Chase. I really do. I really ride with Jamar Chase. But man, that's come on. That's not even fair. Any one of them, and you winning. Like you got you got a solid chance to win with any one of them. But I'm going with the Bengals. Man. All right, man. I'm going with the uh I'm going with Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill. Mm. Let me tell you why. Looking at the Bengals situation, Higgins can fade away sometimes, and it's really just Chase. Looking at the Eagles situation, their top dog is supposed to be A.J. Brown. He can fade away sometimes, so you're only left with Devonta Smith. Now, of course, you can argue, well, Waddle can get banged every time to time. Tyree can deal with stuff every time to time. But I'm dealing with two speed demons, man. So give me Jalen Waddle, Tyree Kill, like nightmare mismatch, man. And they had uh, Skylar Thompson even was able even to, like, get some stuff off with them, right? They almost beat the Bills, bro. Almost. Almost. That was a playoff game. Almost. So that speaks volume to me. Uh yeah, man. I, I just I just love the speed and the craziness with all that. So I don't I don't need to go too far in depth with that. They were two uh top ten receivers as well. So that's crazy, man. All these guys were talking about did Higgins finish finishing the top ten or twelve? He know. wasn't top ten because he yeah. had he got banged up for a little bit. Gotcha. If we're going to ports points per game he was he was good gotcha so he was on pace at least yeah all right so uh, higgins was wide receiver 18 but yeah give me waddle and uh hill man i'm gonna split the difference because you know i love aj brown man he's a fucking monster you could just if he's ever one-on-one you just throw it to him he, he's gonna snatch the ball from whoever and are you i i think devonta's the best number two receiver out of all those guys and, bro, his routes bro he, he just make people bro he's not relying on speed He's not relying True. on height. It's real Jerry Jerry Rice's. Yeah, bro. He, he's pinpointing the way to get open, bro. Like, like you can cover T. Higgins because he's just big, but he's just so good that he finds a way to get the ball. And Jalen Waddle, he's fast, so he gets he, he can get to his spots. But Devonta's is so nice, bro. He is, bro. Ah, oh, he makes people look foolish, I bro. Know, running these routes, so. Um, I'm gonna split the difference. Avo pick the Cincinnati duo. You pick Miami duo, and I'm gonna pick the Philly duo. This was tough, by the way. Yeah, it is. That's it, a real. Tough it's one. still tough. And I think at I this point, I'm, of, I'm just yeah, picking off of who I like, and I th- I love AJ Brown. That's that's my guy. Um, yeah, it's my guy. Like like you could have any two of any one of those from any of the teams, and you get at least two of them on your team, and you happy as hell. Right. You like, yeah, I might have just won. Look, you see my receivers. But of course, if I can only pick one, give me that Jamar Chase. <laughs> so yeah. I originally was gonna ask before he let me do all this duo stuff. I was gonna ask Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson. I thought about doing that's that. The for, uh, that's, that's the one. Let's talk about it. I, I was actually gonna do right, that. That's the final one. Let's do it. I gotta go Justin Jefferson, man. You know, I, I lean, I lean route runners. I love guys I can just do it just as far as like just manipulating the defense get defenders leaning a certain way and then you by yourself so to, to me chase and jefferson are two different styles like chase the more explosive but he'll blow by you but i also feel like jefferson can do that as well but i'm going jefferson man let me pick let me see if i take clear uh-huh but i think these last couple of weeks made me change my mind not oh, only because okay. jamar chase is one year younger that doesn't mean anything to me. Um, one, Joe Burrow's there. You got a 22-year-old uh, Jamar Chase. Joe Burrow's going to be damn. there for years. I don't know when the, they're going to cut, you know, Kirk Cousins' his last check. 
and I don't know who they're going to bring in. One and two, you see games where, bro, they can literally throw Jamar, uh, Justin Jefferson five passes and he can catch five catches in the first quarter and then disappear the rest of the game. And it's a Kirk Cousins and offensive coordinator thing. And I can't explain it sometimes, bro. But there should never be reasons why Justin Jefferson has like a 19 yard game. Like that's that's, that's bogus. And I think sometimes the offensive coordinator and Kirk Cousins can take Justin Jefferson out of the game no matter what. And I hate that. And I just know no matter what, Joe Burrow is going to get Jamar Chase the ball. I don't care if they're winning, they're losing. Jamar Chase is always going to get his no matter what. Even if he doesn't have the biggest, more boom games than Justin, I just think those, like, he, he rarely gets phased out the games in my opinion. So I just want to say this last thing. Justin Jefferson was less than 200 yards short from a 2,000 yard season. Yeah, two weeks with court with Kirk Cousins throwing him the ball. Damn. Jamar Chase, a thousand yards, thousand and forty six yards to be exact. How many games so, did Jamar miss this year, so, bro? Don't do that. Am I am I shorting up some games? Oh my bad. Okay, I didn't realize he missed thirteen or he played thirteen. My That's bad. Four games he missed. Uh, okay, my bad. I wasn't even trying to do that. Not nah, for real. That was foul. He missed four games and and he got banged up okay. in the one, so it's like four and a half. That's my missed then. No, 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 but that's still a lot. But nah, no, no, that's that's like real. But, yeah. but nah, but the realest thing is exactly what you just said, bro. He was 200 yards away from the record with two weeks left. That just lets you know, like, bro, wh- why didn't he get that record? No, that's right. It's a Kirk Cousins offensive. They should have been trying to force that, bro. But Justin Jefferson's so good that his boom games are like nuts. And that's the one thing that I will say is Jamar didn't have those biggest boom games this year. But, you know, like, I think there was a game where, bro, Justin Jefferson gave me like two points early in the season. Oh, that was, yeah, Detroit, he only put up four. That's that was week wild, three, bro. That sh- that should never be a thing, bro. Yeah. And then look at the one of the last playoff games. I think championship, championship week. week two points. He yeah. got shut down by uh, Jair Alexander. That should Green never Bay. be. That should never be a thing. And I don't think it's a Justin Jefferson thing. He's too talented. And he got shut down in the playoffs yeah. too. By, Kirk uh, Cousins. Kirk. But I think that's Kirk Adore. Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins trusts Justin so much because he's always gets himself so open. You still got to let your receiver make cont- contested catches because you've seen him do it, bro. He can, bro. He can. He can. He's not locked down. If he's one-on-one, throw it to him because they'll throw it to Jamar Chase if he got somebody one-on-one. They'll throw it to A.J. Brown if he got somebody one-on-one. Justin Jefferson can do the same thing, but Kirk Cousins is so used to Jefferson being so open that I don't think he launches it to him sometimes. There should never be a reason when Justin Jefferson gets phased out. It's a Kirk Cousins thing, in my opinion. I'm going with – And one more. (laughs) We haven't seen Justin Jefferson with a stud receiver on the side either. And if for some reason they feel like they need to go do that because they are throwing the ball more, who knows what that means? Because Thielen wasn't shit this year. So, yeah, Justin was getting everything. And they wasn't running the ball no more. Dalvin wasn't doing shit this year. So, if they do give Jefferson somebody, you know, imagine if, you know, he get a – what if Addison goes there or some shit like that? I'm not saying he will, but just saying, like, something like that. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, riding with Jamar. However – I was gonna leave Justin Jeffries because as soon Justin as I pulled Jeffries, who I said Justin Jeffries, Jefferson, Jefferson, Jefferson. That's what I meant to you, say. You, you, you <laughs> Justin Jeffries, I, you basketball. I know. That's what I was thinking. Not what I said at all, but that's what I meant to say. We should have won that year. <laughs> I know, but um, that Maryland backcourt was tough. Juan Dixon bro. and that Steve Blake. Oh, hey, 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 we remember. 
Bro, Steve Blake had the big ass shorts and jersey, bro. Then he fight <laughs> white dude out there balling. Who he fighting? Practice at one time. Remember, bro? But yeah, I seen a little picture of him yeah. squared up. That's hilarious. That <laughs> but I was gonna go with him because the first picture I saw of him when I pulled him up just now was a grill. I said, "Oh, he be rocking the grill." I'm about to ride with Jefferson. But all right, all right. It's Jamar Chase. Can't go wrong. But I'm not way. mad at either one of them. You still winning either way. Dang, bro, y'all see that? We don't win. We don't win 107 so far, bro. Hey, it ain't hey, even feel like. Hey, hey. Um, any more y'all want to do? We gonna get in and get out real quick. I'll go ahead if you got some more. No, nah, I ain't got no more, man. We did it. We already did a bonus one. That was fine. All right, so kicker wise, <laughs> Brett Mahar, Mahar, Mahar. He's bad. You know how sad he is. I don't even know his last name like that. When it comes nah, to, bro, he just had it, a bad game. When bro. it comes to these defenses, who y'all feeling? Cincinnati, San Fran. I ride with that San Fran Eagles, especially with that uh, D'Amico Ryan's. I like that San defensive Fran coordinator. Dude. Cowboys, Michael. Let's get out of here. <laughs> all, right, all right, let's. All right, let's get to the closing, man. Um, to say something good to the people. This is where we come, and um, I don't know spread some good news, some some deep news. Tell what we're going through. Um. I don't know. Be thankful for something. That's that's what we do right here, and that's what we're gonna do. It's been a couple of weeks, so I'm excited. So, uh, I don't know. Just always having a, a transparent moment with the, the fans and the listeners. So, anybody want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. I bet. I'm back in therapy. I'm glad I did because uh, I definitely need it right now with all that's going on. So definitely, I keep my family uplifted in thoughts and prayers, man. And uh, I thank God for vision and. The ability to anticipate and foresee and foresight, man. You know what I'm saying? Because, uh, yeah, man, I don't, I don't take that for granted. Like, just having vision, being able to look ahead and see down the road. And, yeah, but uh, therapy's going good, man. And uh, I'm, uh, when I first did therapy, it's more so like controlling like your own thoughts and actions and emotions because that's all you can control. This go around is more like, okay, let's unpack your childhood baggage and adult baggage and today baggage. So I really need that unpacking. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's good, man. So, uh, yeah, shout out to my therapist, man. It's uh, also gifted some family members from therapy sessions, too. That's hard. That's so, fire. Some of them took it, some of them didn't, but it is what it is. Um, That's fire. But it's good to know, like, that you can gift family and friends therapy. Um, I'm also gonna hit him up because after those four sessions, I ain't trying to get billed again. So I'm, I'm watching the statements. <laughs> I actually got to make a call because I got hit again. Like, oh, who was this? Oh, man. So, but it's all good, man. <laughs> At least they uh, got introduced to therapy. So, nah, that's love. That's love. Uh, hey, well, you want to go last? No, I'll go next real quick. You sure? Hopefully, you got something more encouraging to say. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll go last. I've had a rough week this week. Um, RIP to my cousin. He passed away. His name is Jimmy Mitchum. Passed away probably about 10 years ago now. Um, I realized this this week that it's still affecting me. Um, so I would recommend to everybody, just like Vic said, you know, go to therapy. I'm about to get myself back in therapy because clearly I've realized I still need it. Um, but that's it, man. Don't be afraid to speak to people. That's one of the main things that I was even doing this weekend as I was feeling sad. I just started calling people, talked to the homie AJ. Talk to Clear B's parents. I just started just just reaching out to different people just to see how they were doing. Because for some reason, stuff like that seems to really help you out. So I definitely encourage you to do that. Just check up on your people if you ain't talk to them in a minute. Even if you're going through something, you ain't got necessarily share, but just checking in on people you ain't heard from in a while, that stuff really lifts your spirits up. So I definitely encourage everybody to do that. 
All right. Um, yeah, man. Dang, I gotta follow that. Nah, um, mine was simple and like I just want to say, um, stay prayed up, man. Stay doing your meditation and everything, man. Stay praying for your family and friends. Uh, I did a did a fast at the top of the year again, man. It always, you know, strengthens up everything. And um, I'm excited about this year, and I just want to thank God for giving me the ability to adjust and adapt, um, transitioning into a move-in phase with my lady. And uh, it kind of feels like we basically live together right now, but we're just bringing it all together, man. And it's, it's just always a lot going on, and I know it's all over the place. So that's why I said thank God to be able to uh, adjust and adapt because when it's wild things going on, you know, sometimes it takes me to be like, shit going to be all right, baby. Like, calm down or – and vice versa, man. So um, I said doing, doing those fast and strengthening up your mind and – and you, 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 the way you think on a day to day, that shit helps because life can throw curveballs all fucking day. Ava, life can throw curveballs. Bro, it don't, it don't stop, bro. You ain't got swinging no curveballs. You ain't got to. Not if you don't want to. Bring up my baseball home. But yeah, man. So, um, I and thank everybody so far that that done helped just my sanity this year, man. Thank y'all. Thank my my moms, my son, just. Like I said, I'm excited to just keep on going through this year to make this year the best year so far out of my life. So that's all I'm going to leave y'all with, man. Um, Yeah, bro. (sighs) Take a deep breath. That's what's up, man. All right. Thank you. Let's get up out of here. We the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. About say just, I was just about to say cast. Showing y'all how to dominate your league Dynasty Bro style. I'm going to pass it to Vic, and then Vic going to pass to Avon. and Avon going to walk us up out of here. Yeah, man, I want to thank all the listeners, all the supporters, and uh, we're about to get y'all right in this offseason. So stay tuned in, tapped in, combine season, senior, senior week, senior, senior bowl season, all that good stuff. Hey man, y'all catch us here next week, the week after that, and the week after that, or at some point, we be out here nowadays. We be making shorts now. Y'all can check us out. We all over here making content, man. We the bros, Dynasty Bros. Let's go. About to hit the club. Not in B Ripple. Swear we the hardest for